Hi, everyone. So Rowan is away um, and Blythe. They had a thing come up yesterday and Rowan asked me to host for today. So um, we'll just, everything's being recorded already and we'll get going. Um, hi, I'm Caitlin. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old um, still in quarantine and we're starting to find a groove. So we're doing okay. Y'all want to go around and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Tiffany. Um, mom to a five-year-old and a four-year-old. And we are doing the quarantine thing. Um, we, we went hard on relaxation and doing whatever the F we want <laughs> for the weekend. We are not in a groove, we are not in a flow. Um, and Lily's teacher emailed this morning and said, I know that I told you you wouldn't have to turn in work, but the district wants you to turn in work. So um, I guess we're gonna have to start, I don't know, taking pictures of completed worksheets or something, we'll find out. Um, but I have some very exciting and good news. We applied for a loan for a house and were approved. We looked at five houses over the weekend. We chose the house and put in an offer. And I think today we will find out um, if that house is gonna be ours. So we're really excited. <laughs> And it's working out for our timeline of moving out of the apartment and hopefully moving right into the new house. So we're really excited for that. Yay, thanks. <laughs> hey, I'm Beverly, um, mom of four, a six month old, five year old, seven year old, and eight year old. Um, kind of, I guess, getting into the somewhat of a groove not I mean nothing's normal so it's hard to say that but um yeah this weekend we actually went to my mom's house and sat in her backyard six feet away from everyone and we all just were able to spend some time together and um so that was I think really good for everyone because I've been missing my friends and family a lot um and it sucks just I'm really, really grateful that we have, you know, technology to, the technology to be able to see each other, you know, every day if we want, but to see each other in person is, it's just different. Um, so I was glad we got to do that. And even though we can't, you know, get close to each other or give hugs or anything, it's, it was good for me, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Besides that, I'm on my period right now and I kind of feel like shit. And yesterday was a really hard day for me because it's, um, I was having cramps to the point where I couldn't get up and walk. And, um, luckily my boyfriend had stayed home from work because we have a nest of bees in our wall. Um, so he was trying to take care of that. And so I was grateful that he was here because I couldn't function. Um, but I'm feeling a lot better today. Um, hopefully the bees are eradicated. I'm not sure yet. 
Uh, I haven't seen any flying around in my room today, so. <laughs> and I'm like terrified of bees, and this is like a, a problem for me, so. Um, but yeah, so I, um, I'm wearing a bra today. I'm not wearing pajamas. I put on makeup. I feel good about like my to-do list for the day. Um, probably the best, you know, day I've had so far in a while. So I'm trying to like keep it that way. That's awesome about your house too. That's freaking awesome. That's super exciting. And some good news. Um, speaking of good news, I don't know if anyone else has started watching the uh, John Krasinski good news, um, some good news. It's a new YouTube uh, thing. Freaking awesome. It's just all he does is share good news from the internet. And it's just one of those things that's like uplifting and it made me really happy last night to watch things that were just good news. So here's Mama D. If you want to introduce yourself. Hey guys, sorry, I lost internet connection for a second. Um, hey, I'm Mama D. I am Mama of three. Um, I'm always like, why do I say their ages? Like, everyone knows their ages by now. <laughs> I'm pregnant, seven months, and yeah, baby. Anyways, I'm trying to keep the kids like entertained outside while my husband's working and my youngest is uh, napping. I'm not quite sure what our topic was today. I think I missed like the beginning, the intro of it. Kate, Caitlin, what, what are we talking about today or what should I? We have nothing on the agenda. So if you have something you need, you want to talk about, it, we're open. Cool. Because Ron um, and Blythe aren't here, so we can kind of do what we do. What is? for the uh, yeah yeah nothing really going on here i mean same old same old right trying to like keep the kids entertained keep myself entertained not spend money i'm having like an issue ah. with spending money right now which is like it, it, i think it's like this boredom like i just like i'm like what do i do i'm gonna go online and shop and look at clothes and ooh, that looks cute or ooh, that would look cute in my home and let me buy that for my backyard and let's start this project um and we also just got our taxes in so that was like oh look all this money's in the bank <laughs> let's spend it no it's like okay we need to save it put it away put it towards some credit card debt um so i'm having internal battles with that right now um and yeah, just trying to, I think I finally had like this shift in my mind to get ready for baby number four, kind of finally starting to like look forward to it, getting really excited about the birth. Uh, we got like these lights up in our backyard and it's looking really nice right now. And I was joking around with my midwife saying like, oh, look, like my backyard's all ready for a backyard birth. <laughs> can, can have these nice little soft lights in the backyard for when I give birth. And she was kind of like, yeah, you know, what are a few mosquito bites to great photos? It's like, exactly. <laughs> I'll be giving birth in the summertime, so you'd be damn sure they're going to be mosquitoes. And yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, so, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting excited. Um, 
and I, uh, I've got one mom left that I'm, that I'm, you know, supporting as her doula. And I'm pretty excited about her birth because she's a hypnobirthing mom. And I just like, I don't know, their, their births are so different. If mothers like really get into the hypnobirthing, they take it seriously. I just feel like their births are way different from kind of the average mother birth, just because they really kind of sit in their mind and they hang out with themselves basically um and it's not that it like makes my job easier it's like just more exciting to see how like we as women or as human beings can deal with like pain differently and emotions differently you know i i I was talking to another doula friend of mine who has this one really needy client and i was like girl i had a client that i was like why is she my client like i should not have taken her on she is so needy she's a second time mom She's freaking out about everything. It was driving me nuts. I didn't have the patience and I felt really bad, but she was an amazing birther. Like she, like, I was like in shock. She surprised me doing things that I don't think I could ever do. I was just, wow, this woman is strong and amazing. And that's, I think that's just awesome how birth can surprise you like that as, as women, like we can surprise ourselves in finding strength and doing things, um, so anyways, y'all, I'm just kind of like riding that, that high of, yeah, women power, strong birth, vaginas. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now and not trying not to spend money. That's awesome. I'm really happy that you like feel that turn, that you've turned that corner. Cause that's just, that's really awesome. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, spending money. Uh, we have spent a lot less money um, than we usually do, um, which has been yeah. really nice because now yeah. we spend a yeah. butt ton of money on uh, gas and we haven't spent any money on gas. So it's like a huge chunk in the bank, which is really helpful. And then my husband and I were actually just talking about like how to spend stimulus check if we get one and how much it would be and what we should do with it and all the things because part of us are like, let's save it, right? Because, you know, savings. But then the other part's like, oh, but they're giving us this to specifically spend it. So we should kind of maybe do that too. So we're just discussing what to do with it. And um, Regardless of how you feel on morals, if you receive one, like you have to still have to decide what to do with it because you can't just give it back, you know. So it's just regardless of how you feel about it or who gave it to you, it's still something we're having to consider. So I had been having kind of a problem spending too much money. and yeah it was just out of complete boredom and i i think another part of it was i had more time to like be doing some things around the house that i hadn't done in a while and think oh i need this for this like i need this basket for a laundry room or you know this like just random stuff and i would get on amazon and be like oh ten dollars here fifteen dollars there and then you know I look at my account a week later and I'm like, okay, I need to stop. (laughs) I don't need new baskets and I don't need, you know, new curtains. Like, 
Um, so I, I've stopped doing that, but it's, it's hard being bored and, you know, not going crazy on Amazon. Um, but something else that's like, that's been going on with me and that's been difficult is definitely, um, I have, I have definitely been depressed and, um, I don't know, stir crazy and all that, but it's affecting my sex life like so bad. And, um, I see people like joking around on Facebook and stuff about how, you know, people are like having so much more sex because they're bored in quarantine and this and that. But I'm like, I have not wanted to have sex like this whole time. Like, I'm like, I dread it. I don't, I, I'm feeling right now, like, if I never had sex again in my life, I would be happy, and that's crazy, like, I've never felt like that before, but right now, that's how I feel, and it sucks, and it definitely, um, puts a strain on a relationship, and I'm feeling it right now, and I know he's feeling it, and then I feel guilty, but then not guilty enough to do anything about it, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I know we've had, like, several sex talks before, but this is, I feel like, not really your average, I mean, it's not a normal situation, so I think it's definitely, when you already have had issues like that before, and then something, you know, this happening has definitely added on to the stress and just libido tanking, so... I'm not gonna lie, I was exactly where you are. Um, whenever, like, we started our sex talk series, right? Um, like, it would be a month or two. Like, we would go a month or two, and it would be like, to me, it was a non issue. To him, it was a huge issue, right? And then, even then, he was like, and then when we did, it was like, you just wanted it over with. And I'm like, because I was so freaking tired by the time it was time for that. Um, from our discussions, we started doing a one night a week rule. We set a night. Um, and it's actually worked really well in our favor. Um, he takes the kids and puts them to bed and does all of the bedtime routine, which takes about an hour. You know, bath time, PJs, books, bed. Um, yeah, just, just a minute, boys. Um, and it's helped a lot because then during that hour, um, I go and I shave my legs, I put on makeup, I put on lingerie, I do whatever it is that might help me get in the mood. Um, or even sometimes I do it like piece by piece throughout the day. So that kind of builds up my anticipation too. Um, so that I'm actually like excited by the time eight o'clock or nine o'clock rolls around. Um, and also setting a, t a, um, a time limit I'm like, it's got to start by this time at night. Otherwise, it's just not going to happen um, because otherwise I'm too tired. So um, those things have really helped us. Um, and we haven't missed a night since we started picking a night. Like, we picked we pick Thursday night. So um, Thursday nights are night because half the time he doesn't have work the next day. We, on normal days, we don't have, like, soccer practice or, like, all of the other miscellaneous things. Um, and then part of our night, too, is not just, it's not just sex, okay? It's, um, 
we get out a bottle of wine and we actually talk and have conversation for like 30 minutes prior so that like it's not just um okay now get naked and go you know it's like um it gives me that like emotional connection that I was also missing and then because I get my emotional connection fulfilled then it helps the physical connection flow a little more easily in that same moment so um that's probably way more than you guys wanted to know about my sex life but it's been helping like it's helped so much and it's eased a lot of tensions and even one night we were so exhausted from the kids but my husband was like we have to make this happen and we have to keep making it happen because if we miss one, we're going to find excuses to miss the next one. So um, we were exhausted and then we both passed the fuck out <laughs> like, and didn't stir. So, you know, anyway, um, Bev, I totally get it. I feel you. I was there a couple months ago and um i mean it took it took me like going and buying a bottle of wine and like buying like different things for us and it kind of just started there and then since we give ourselves that time to talk um it's allowing us to also um figure out if there's anything we wanted to try beyond that Um, I think you know, I've it a lot, but like, I think for me, it like kind of goes up and down because I get pregnant like all the time. <laughs> I feel like I'm just pregnant all the time. Um, when my husband and I got married, I got pregnant two months after that. And, um, and then, you know, you go through those changes and then you go through breastfeeding and postpartum. And then literally a year later, I got pregnant again. <laughs> and you would go through that again. And, and I remember with my second kid and with the third, during my, my um, first trimester, I did not want to kiss him at all. <laughs> Just like, well, <laughs> they'd be kind of like want to throw up in my mouth just it's like I can't do it I can't like we can't kiss I'm sorry um and obviously you go through those drives those ups and downs um I remember like we were joking about it the other day like he jokes about sex a lot and then when I joke about it he looks at me like rolls his eyes and I'm like why is that like why why can you joke about it but I can't he's like because you don't you're not serious you're just like teasing me and I'm like okay take it easy um but he was like, you know, we were joking and he was teasing me about like, oh, you know, we should just go on like a, a break and see how long you can go without me. And I was like, oh, I, I could go for months. <laughs> like, just so you know, <laughs> like, it's not the same, honey. I know it's not the same. But, but uh, yeah, I, I guess like my advice is kind of like what Caitlin said. And, and I remember seeing this a long time ago before it was kind of like we set up like a not rules but they were like you know if it got past 10 it really probably wasn't going to happen for me um massages he knows that a massage is like my in uh so he gives really good foot back rubs butt rubs and i'm all for that 
So that really gets me in the mood. Um, so there's like, I feel like there's, cause sometimes with sex, I feel like I just, I'm just giving it to him. That's it. It's just give for him. Um, but when there's other things involved, such as like him, us taking a shower together and him like washing me and then, um, you know, giving me a back rub or whatever, then I feel like, okay, there's like a recipient and I, and I get, I like that. And I get more like, okay, like, yes, I can give you something and like really give it my all because you give it your all. I feel it. Um, and he knows that, like he knows, and we sometimes joke about it. He's like, oh, I know I'm only going to get it if I give you a massage. And I'm like, yeah. Um, so well, I guess when you have that understanding, that communication of what it takes for you to get there and not feel guilty about it and not feel ashamed of like, you know, sorry, honey, I'm not like physically there, emotionally there. You got to get me there. Whether that be a bottle of wine, a rub down, um, you know, I want, I want a date, like take me out. I want to be, I want to be taken out. I want to have dinner first. That's okay. Um, a couple, I guess it was at least uh, two years ago, and I was really in the thick of it with like postpartum depression, and I was just, I didn't want anyone to touch me, I didn't want to be looked at, I didn't feel good about myself, and it was the same kind of situation, what Bev is saying, like, I didn't care. I didn't, I, I was in that spot where like you would say I wouldn't have sex for the rest of my life. And I didn't care because I was so absorbed in just the depression aspect of it. And I finally had to tell my husband, like, look, I know that I've been denying you and pushing you away and it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's because I don't like myself right now and I don't know how to make that better. But for right now, like I don't have anything to give you. And it took a couple more weeks, maybe even a couple more months for me to just start loving myself more, accepting myself, accepting my body for what it was at that point in my life and you know accepting either what it is right now or if I wanted to change something that I would have to get up off my ass and change it um so sometimes there's a journey to getting to be okay with letting somebody in again even if this person is the father of your baby or your boyfriend or your husband or whatever it is um just by you know setting a date or buying some wine isn't going to fix it like sometimes it might take some you know inner work to become okay again with letting somebody in and that's okay Um, yeah, I've definitely been struggling with self-love. Um, I, that's something I've always struggled with, but it's 
right after I have a baby, it's like, it takes a long time. And um, I know that plays a big part in it because what I see when I look at myself is not what he sees. And I wish that it was because he is like really good at, you know, he tells me all the time that, you know, I'm beautiful and he loves me and blah, 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 and I'm perfect, whatever. But I, I, and it's like, I believe him that that's how he feels about me, but I don't, I don't believe that it's true. Like if that makes any sense. So, um, it's like, I'm, I'm just so hard on myself and, and people always say, you know, like learn how to like love yourself where you're at right now. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. And so like the, the last time I was postpartum, I was having the same kind of issue. And, um, then I ended up like losing a bunch of weight and, uh, I was working out all the time and like eating pretty healthy and I lost like 50 pounds. Um, and I felt like myself again. I felt like I was back to who I used to be. And, um, I don't, I, I, I guess, I don't know how to like, how to say this, but it's like, I feel like I only was able to get to that place because I lost the weight. And now I'm struggling more than I ever have to lose weight. And um, I feel like I'm just never going to get to that point where I can love myself unless I do lose the weight. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like turn this whole thing into losing weight, but like it, it goes back to that. Like I have a really hard time with this and it's something that I've struggled with since I was a teenager, but I mean, just especially postpartum, it, it's, it just sucks. Like, I hate it. It's honestly, like, probably the number one reason why I don't want another baby, and that's really sad. Um, so it's like, I'm really trying to get through that, but I don't know how, and I know that that is for sure directly affecting everything about how, I, how I'm feeling right now. I put on a ton of weight as soon as I stopped breastfeeding. Like I put on an additional like 20, 25 pounds and it's been rough and it was a part of my self-love and I'm still struggling with that too. And that's where um, I started doing lingerie that would make like cover the things that I was insecure about so that I would still feel sexy and covered like where I, you know, was insecure about. And that was helping, um, rather that helps still a lot um I don't care if he's seen it like 10 times at this point like I don't care it doesn't need to be new it's not really for him um he thinks it's for him but it's not for him <laughs> um and that so that that's part of it too is trying to like I've had I've had to like rebuy clothes and everything else just to try and feel like I look comfortable enough for myself um but I get that too. Like it's, it's a weight issue and you're like, I want to lose the weight, but then when it's hard, it's just, it's easy to go. I don't want him to see me naked. I don't want him to see like these things. And my husband doesn't give a shit, right? He doesn't care. He's like, haha, 
I always think about the line in um, Eat, Pray, Love, and they're like, you, when you've ever undressed in front of a man, has he ever walked out? And the answer is no, because he's the luckiest man in the world because he's in a room with a naked woman, right? He doesn't care. It's we who care. And so I, again, to help with my self-love and all of those things, I was doing the things that make me feel beautiful. And then he benefited from giving me the time to be able to do that for myself, whether it be makeup or, you know, shaving my legs or whatever. Like he doesn't care if my legs are shaved, but I care, you know? Um, yeah. And again, it took, I mean, I'm two and a half years postpartum and it was still dragging on, you know, it's been since, it's since he was born that that was happening. And um, it did take a drastic change for him to say something. And um, the other thing that was helpful is if I plan, plan the night, like whatever we're going to do, I plan it so that I know what to expect. I'm not walking in going, walking in going, I don't know what we're doing tonight. I just know that there's going to be sex. I know exactly like how it's going to play. Right. So I kind of took charge that way. And that's been helpful too. So I don't know if we are done with this topic. I don't want to like seem like I'm getting off this topic, but um, uh, we have been dealing with a sick cat in the house lately. And uh, I don't think I have ever, I've had a lot of cats all my life. We've had a cat since I was like a baby, basically. Um, all of our cats who have like left us are like indoor outdoor cats and they pretty much go off and die on their own as a lot of cats do. And um, but right now Kibu who is four years old has a failing liver right now. And I am giving him like five medications three times a day, blending up his food. Um, so that I can syringe feed him and I kind of feel like it's another newborn in the house and it's like I don't know it's it sucks like I was like a hot mess kind of just like oh we were thinking about like do we have to put him down because you know the those bills tend to rack up and um, I mean like I had already paid like 350 out of pocket just for medications and for the vet to see him and then I just like I'm like like I get it everyone has to make their living but at the same time I'm like damn like like why did these tests cost so much like you know a blood draw is a hundred dollars and then like a, a scan is a hundred dollars and his medication is like fifty dollars and I'm like where's the pharmacy for this can I get this like cheaper elsewhere like what is going on why is why is this stuff so expensive and then it makes you feel like crap because you're like well this is my this is my cat part of my family and now I'm like you know, looking at him as like money, uh, like how much money are you going to take out of my, my family? Are you worth it? And that sucks. Anyways, so that's been going on right now. Um, and uh, for those of you who know what it's like to feed a cat medicine, it sucks. Just having to like jam a pill down his throat for him to like gag it up and then put it down again and get bitten and then 
you know, sticking syringes in and he's like foaming everywhere. And I'm like trying to clean it up and the kids aren't helping the situation. And then I have a healthy cat who's like always, you know, eating everything. Um, anyways, that's what I'm doing right now. So I'll probably have to get off here in a little bit because I do need to give us his medication and feed him. That sucks big time too, and having to make those decisions for your family. Because you're right, like it's, when it's not a human person, we consider all of the aspects, including financial aspects. And it's it's rough, you know, it's, it's rough. Um, yeah. And one of my, my youngest daughter already, like when we took him to the vet, she was like, um, he's dying. That's why he has to take him to the vet because he's dying. And I was like, no, like he's not. He's gonna be okay. We're gonna, we're gonna try to make him better. But yeah, this is like more than the dead fish episode. This is the same as Tiffany. Like I'm wondering, like what you know, if he does leave us, like what what are the repercussions gonna be? Because he has been here since you know the girls were born, since before A was born. So yeah. We are all just like dealing with so many things right now, like all of us. There's so many things pulling at us for attention, you know, schooling our kids, taking care of our bodies, taking care of our pets, taking care of our significant others, you know, trying not to spend money online. <laughs> There's so many different things just like, I don't know, that's just like what I'm observing right now. So many different things pulling at us. Like, pay attention to this, pay attention to this. We need help, we need support. But it's like, how do we find the time to support ourselves, to love ourselves, to, you know, give ourselves attention or, you know, lack of attention? Like, honestly, my dream right now would be for Barry to wake up early and say, I'm taking the kids. And then just, to leave me alone all day that would be that would be like the biggest <laughs> thing that he could do right now um but you know I know that that's not possible and everyone's having such a, a hard time in so many different ways Yeah. <laughs> um, I was literally just talking about that uh, with my therapist. And I told her, like, I feel like, because I was already struggling with, um, you know, me time and letting myself have, you know, even just five minutes a day to do something for myself. And now it's like, how the fuck do I do that? <laughs> Sorry for the kids around. But um, like, I don't, I don't know how to do that right now. And yeah, I feel pulled in every different direction. And, 
Um, I do put my foot down for this meeting though. Like once a week when I, when it's, you know, when 11 o'clock is coming, I'm like, all right, guys, you don't talk to me for one hour. Like <laughs> I'm busy, watch TV, do whatever. Like I don't, they're eating candy right now. I don't even care. Like I need this. So I guess, you know, um, that's a step in the right direction, but, um, I, I feel like it eventually will get easier, but right now, oh my God. I mean, just, yeah, with the schooling and just random shit, like why, why is there a fucking hive of bees in my wall? Like, why am I dealing with that? Um, yeah, put frozen on 3000 times, like, <laughs> do whatever you can. And my kids are definitely watching more TV than they ever have before. And I have to be okay with that. I am okay with it. Sometimes I'm bothered by it, but I'm like, you know what? Like I need, I need, you know, to not go crazy right now. And it's, it's difficult. So, um, it's like, I want to say I'm glad I'm not the only person going through it. So I know I'm not alone, but that also sounds like really shitty and selfish. I'm, I just, you know, it, it does help knowing that like, I'm not going through anything that no one else is going through. Everyone's going through it together. And so we're kind of just like leaning on each other and, but yeah, I feel like there was something else I was going to say, but I don't remember. I think it was about school. Just, I don't, I don't even know what we're supposed to be doing right now. Like I've been checking emails here and there and I know that this week is mandatory, but we're getting a late start and I did not expect it to be mandatory. And then I found out last week that it is starting now. So I'm freaking out about that a little bit because we've been doing our own thing when it comes to school. We have been doing school, but very, you know, loosely and um, just doing what we want. And so now I have to look into that and do things on a schedule, I guess. I don't even know how it all works, but I'm not, I'm not excited about it. The school thing is super challenging and both of my kids are at the same school and only one really needs any online instruction. So it's a complete nightmare just with one and the other one has like parent meetings like all week too. Like we have two parent meetings a week one with a whole school and one with just one teachers. And it's just, it's out of control because you're like, how many things do I need to be on here for? How many things do I need to do this for? And they're trying to schedule it even just for the two kids I have in the same school. And it's just, they don't understand, you know, they're like, we understand that we're trying not to make it too much because we know some of you have, you know, one computer and four kids and they're taking it into account, but it's still just, it's, and then, teachers are like here are some activities you can do with the kids and I'm like yes but all of these things are like hands-on activities that I need to be doing too and it's really hard to balance it with any of the other shit you've got going on like I'm still trying to run my own business I'm making masks by the way there's Lily and Willows um yeah they're like super cute don't tell them I think they're gonna freaking love them with cute little duckies and cats um but it's just like we're trying to all do too many things and then do our part in society of like staying home and going grocery shopping and then 
oh my God, I've had to go out a couple of times to like go pick up my kid's packet and go to the post office and go to the grocery store. And my anxiety goes through the fucking roof. You know, like even with a mask, I'm just like, my anxiety has gone through the fucking roof. And it's all just a lot to manage. So Bev, I am so sorry. If you need help trying to just jot things down and like work, talk it through with schedule wise, as far as whatever your kids got, call me. Cause like, Oh my God, I've had to talk through just their schedules and I've only got one and a half like student things going on. It's, yeah, I think they're putting too much on the parents who are trying to work, trying to manage a household and manage however many children that they have. Because if it's more than one, it immediately feels unmanageable. Tiff, is Lily having to do lots of schoolwork or anything or online Zoom stuff or? She is having weekly meetings on Zoom with her teacher and every special teacher is available once a week. So she did, she met with a librarian today and it's, I, I, I'm guessing they're only doing specials for K through second grade. So the specials are K through two. So there's like 25, 30 kids, maybe more logging on. And, you know, it's pretty much there for the teacher to, um, you know, basically this is her time for instruction and she needs to verify that she's doing her work so Lily like Lily's not getting to talk every time um they decided to send packets in the mail like um one of the things so her teacher is sending the pdf and saying you know this is what's the this is the work if you want to print it you can or the district will send it in the mail some of these pdfs are like 25, 45 pages. Like, I'm not going to print out 50 pages of kindergarten work for my kid to do. Like, that's just insane. So now we have to wait for the packet to get here in the mail, which they're being sent out yesterday and today. So we should get it sometime this week. But the first day of inst real instruction started yesterday. So she's already behind, I guess. What's good is that her class is already ahead of schedule per the district. So her teacher is saying that everything that's sent is review. Okay, great. She also said, you don't need to turn anything in since it's all review. Then we get this email today saying like, you need to verify that your kid is doing work. So you do need to hand stuff in. So it's like this big roundabout thing. And you know, like you said, like, this is too much for us to handle with everything else that's going on, having to be separated from our friends, our family, not being able to go out in public, like just having to entertain or, you know, make sure that the kids are 
doing, just keeping them alive. And so they're not getting hurt or hurting each other. Um, I don't know if the school year or, you know, if this um, social distancing is going to be extended for Maryland or if she's going to even be able to go back to school this year. But it's hard because now that we bought a house, we're moving. So even if she does finish off the year, she's not even going to see these kids next year anyway, because she's going to be starting at a new school, which, you know, that's fine. But I just, I feel bad for her because she's not, you know, she really misses her friends. And that's, that's, I feel like the most important thing is that she's socializing with other kids and interacting with kids who are on her level. You know, she's got a sister, which is great, but sometimes she gets annoyed by Willow and wants to have like alone time. And Willow gets truly offended and upset and because she doesn't understand. So, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat where like, I don't feel like doing this shit. I didn't sign up for this. And now like it's being state mandated. Like, wow, thanks. It's a pain in the ass. I totally, yeah, I totally feel you on all that. Um, my kids are getting so bored and they're, they're really good friends with each other, but yeah, like the same thing happens with mine where, um, like, especially my oldest, she's about to be nine and she wants to like hang out with her siblings because she's bored, but she gets so annoyed by them. And then the middle one gets so annoyed by the older one and the younger one and then the younger one just wants to play with everyone but no one wants to play with them and it's just like it sucks that they can't see their friends and I have to explain to them all the time why they can't see their friends and you know it's really hard and it's it sucks that it's not just hard on the parents it's really hard on the kids too and I think people forget that that they're they're going through it too like they don't get to see their friends or family. They're used to going, you know, to school every day in a new, in a different environment, you know, with skilled teachers who are, you know, that's their job is to teach the kids. And, and now they're being swept into this new life of never leaving the house, never seeing their friends and family, doing school in a completely different way. And, when you're usually when you're transitioning from public school to homeschool they usually you do de-schooling where you basically like don't do school for a really long time so that your kids get used to like i don't know how to explain it just like um getting their mind away from like how the classroom functions and getting used to being at home before you get into actual homeschooling and no one no one has had a real chance to do that like there's just stress right now it's just like a cloud of stress over the entire family and the kids feel that i know they do and so now they're being boggled down with timelines and and we need to do this many pages by this day and it's just like it's fucking sad and i hate it yeah, my five-year-old has complained that 
we never did school at home and now I have to do school at home and that's weird and different because he never did homework you know he's five so he's never had to do homework but then when you do homework on top of regular school stuff you're like oh so now you're going to do this all at home and you're going to try and do the seven hours of school work that you used to do and try and do it at home instead of in this other place that has all of the materials you need then you're trying to scour the house for your freaking materials too so it's it's just all of it is a cluster y'all i can't tell you how many times i've said the phrase is that what you would do in school would you behave this way if you were in school right now because the setting and the instruction from an adult who's not in your family <laughs> puts the kids in a completely different mindset. So, you know, when she's, I don't know, drawing on the table or like, you know, doing crafts and then getting up and leaving, I'm like, you have to clean up your mess. Like, let's put this stuff away. Would you leave your mess out for Mrs. Art Teacher? No. Well, it's time to pick up at home too. Like, being in school for kids who are used to the public school system or, you know, any kind of public school setting, um, it's a lot to be home. And <laughs> that's what I told Barry this week. I was like, I put her in public school because I don't want to homeschool. <laughs> if I wanted to homeschool, I would have kept her home. But we are at time, so yeah, unless anyone's got any other burning desires. Okay. Well, everyone just hang in, keep doing what you can do. Yeah. We'll make it through this. Yeah. And call me if you need me. We're all at home, so I got time. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> right? <laughs> as long as you're okay with kids screaming in the back, you know, we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it's time to say I love you, and we'll sign off till next week. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Love you. Love you, ladies. Bye. Oh, thank you.